Welcome to It Is Always Now with Marty Long. Get ready to open up and let true joy into your life. Join Marty for conversations about inclusivity and respect, the importance of curiosity, and making change happen. Your journey of exploration and discovery into the greater world around us begins now. Here's Marty. Greetings. My name is Marty Long. My goal is to encourage you to awaken your curiosity. Curiosity is what keeps us seeking and finding truth and lasting joy. Webster says, boundaries, something that indicates or fixes a limit or extent. I believe limit is the key word here. Burdensome, imposing, oppressive, boundless, having no boundaries, vast. So is my title an oxymoron? Well, let's see. We will start with examples of boundaries that we find to be burdensome. Now, you know what these are in your life. They're all the things you wish you did not have to do. The things you resent having to do. The things that keep your life from being perfect. The things that you allow to rob you of peace and tranquility. Struggling and fighting with them is like hitting your head against a brick wall. It only takes even more value out of your life. Things like... Paying the bills, mowing the lawn, cleaning house. You know, even if you pay someone to help with these chores, you still have some responsibility. When my daughter was growing up, I would remind her that she needed to get things up off her bedroom floor because the housekeeper was coming. To which she would reply, why? What good is the housekeeper if I have to clean it up first? And I would say, she can't vacuum the floor if she can't find it. A floor which, by the way, was completely covered with clothes and who knows what. Now, it's the same way even for me now. Sometimes I don't clear the counters up as well as I should. So I go back after the housekeepers leave and I look for something and I don't see it. Eventually, I find it in a very creative place. At least a place I wouldn't have thought to put it. But then I can't expect others to think like I do. I can't expect people to understand and remember all of my idiosyncrasies. Moving right along. So the challenge is to bust those boundaries, those burdensome boundaries. This takes determination and practice. You know, pick one or two and start there. The world wasn't made in a day. Now, Again, you know what your specific burdens and boundaries are, so here's another high-level view. Let's explore two categories of burdensome boundaries. Category one, things you have no control over. I'm going to start with a quote from my go-to book, 100 Ways to Keep Your Soul Alive, by Frederick and Marianne Broussard. This is called Think Positively, and it's taken from Anthony DeMello's book, In the Heart of the Enlightened. Quote, Traveler, what kind of weather are we going to have today? Shepherd, the kind of weather I like. Traveler, how do you know it will be the kind of weather you like? Shepherd, having found out, sir... I cannot always get what I like. I have learned to like what I get. 
so I'm quite sure we will have weather I like today. I call that knowing when it is pointless to keep hitting your head against a brick wall. There are things, again, that you have no control over. Don't waste your time and energy. Make a list of three of the things in this category. They're different for different people. But here are a few potential examples. Difficult people. Now, you can try talking to them if they will listen. You can always let them know the door is open on your end and then put it in the God box. I have found it helps to write a letter to them. Of course, a letter I will never send, but it makes me feel like I did something and I'll be more prepared if they do become willing to engage. There's that long drive to work every day. You can't control the traffic. You can't control how far away your job is. So many people find audiobooks take the edge off of that. Another boundary, doing laundry. So many people listen to their favorite podcast while they're doing the laundry. Here's another thought. You remember this song in Mary Poppins, A Spoonful of Sugar Makes the Medicine Go Down? Maybe plan to do something fun after you get that chore out of the way. All right, category two of burdensome boundaries. Now, these are things you can do something about. Like paying the bills. For example, I have a spreadsheet on my computer where I keep track of all of these things. This month and into next month. I try to look at it every day and update it. And when I do that, it doesn't feel nearly so burdensome. But there are days, especially when I know I've probably gone over my so-called budget, I, I wait. I don't do it. I'll do it tomorrow, the next day. And then by the time I finally do it, well, it's become burdensome. So what do I mean by boundless boundaries? Did you ever see the play Wicked? A few years ago, my husband and I took two of our adult children to see it, and I'd never seen it before either. But if you've seen it, you'll understand this. I bought a little chain with a medallion on it that says, Defy Gravity. I have it hanging on a picture of myself with one of my dearest friends. It is this. In order to bust those burdensome boundaries... You must defy the frustration that causes you to focus on the negative aspects of it and allows you to find a way to make these things flow more naturally in your daily life. And of course, this is not always easy. So let's look at a few quotes on boundaries. First one by Lauren Kensington. Boundary setting helps you prioritize your needs over other people's wants. This one from Ashley Graham. There are reasons to set boundaries for yourself, but there are also reasons to keep the doors open. And from Doreen Virtue, boundaries are a part of self-care. They are healthy, normal, and necessary. And I believe that applies equally to the boundaries you set for yourself as well as the boundaries you set for others. Now, here's this one. There are no 
boundaries, only possibilities. Now, that is a perfect definition of boundless boundaries. It's about getting your head in the right place. This is how you burst those burdensome boundaries and turn them into boundless boundaries. For me, in order to do this, I find I must focus on my connection with the eternal. For me, it is only this connection, this presence, that really helps me find the strength and the will to quit hitting my, hitting my head against the brick wall, to find ways to make the things I would rather not do become more natural, maybe even to a point where I start doing them without even thinking. And how do I get my head in this right place? I have to work on that connection every day. Because no matter how successful I'm in one day, the next day might just take me down again. Recently, I have come to, um, how can I say this, a way of looking at it that I call the four corners of spiritual renewal. Copyright pending. Because we really do need to renew that connection daily. Life is so demanding and often overwhelming that our connection to the eternal is ruptured or at least put on the back burner all too easily. So here's another high-level look at these four corners. Perhaps when my explanation is finished, you will want to take my quote list and shred it and make it your own. Reframe the four concepts that make more sense to you. See what works best for you. Number one, meditate. Quiet your mind and let the eternal enter into your soul. Number two, pray. Open your heart and invite the joy in. Ask for guidance. Three, study. This can go in so many directions. Going to a place of worship, reading inspirational material, including the Bible or whatever your spiritual foundation may be. Discuss your findings with others. Doing this will solidify for you what you've learned and also open your mind to the ideas of others. And fourth, ponder. Let all the thoughts that are swirling around in your mind come together in a meaningful way. Maybe capture some of them in your journal. Now, are two observations I would make about my four corners. One, I have found there is a problem with books. They stay the same once they're published. You get a new insight, and, well, you can republish them. So, when I wrote Meditations, It Is Always Now, I melded meditation and ponder together and called them meditation. I hadn't thought through the whole thing yet. I hadn't come up with all four corners. As I read one of my inspirational books and began focusing on meditation myself, especially using my muse, I realized these are two distinctly separate modes. I can't really quiet and clear my mind while I'm thinking of all those things, can I? I will not be able to fully appreciate and ponder unless I first quiet my mind. So my second observation about my four corners, these four corners are not necessarily used in any order. Now, I suggest 
we generally want to start with meditation to quiet and clear our mind. But after that, we might ponder for a while and then pray and then study. Maybe we're going off point, so we do a little more meditation. This is what adds up to what I like to call wonder wisely. So again, this is my checklist. Feel free to shred it and reinterpret it for yourself. Maybe you'll even come up with a fifth corner. And if you have not already, now might be a good time to watch the little YouTube affirmation, If I Smile, that's attached to this podcast. Smiling is a really good way to lighten your mood so you can focus and absorb. So often our minds and hearts are clouded and heavy and taken in with so many emotions that we cannot concentrate. You might also want to watch the Hush My Soul video, which is attached to the podcast, A Lullaby for Your Soul. No matter, either way, just remember, it is always time to work on those boundaries. Now is always the time to bust those burdensome boundaries and make them boundless boundaries. It is always now. Now.